Welcome into the Tighten Up Podcast on the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. I'm Jack Gentry along with my partner Austin Huff. You can find us both on Twitter. I'm at Jack A. Gentry. He is at Austin Huff. As always, follow the podcast on Instagram. We're at Tighten Up Podcast. On Twitter, Tighten Up Pod. And follow A to Z Sports on all of your social media platforms. They're your one-stop shop for all sports in Tennessee. We got a really fun sode coming your way today, uh, and it may you may be like, dude, you say that every week. Yeah, it's because I mean it every week, okay, and I mean it this week. We've got a ton to get to, which is why it's just going to be Jack and I today. No guests, just just the two of us and you. You know, let's, the, let's get let's get intimate. The Titans saved their news dump for Tuesday this week. They've been listening to the podcast. They finally are getting around to yeah. the program. And they gave us a lot of news we got to hit on today. Right. Enough to where Jack and I were like, look, let's let's screw any guest we would maybe get. Um, and let's just let's just you and me go old school. Let's just, you know, it's kind of like a it's it's an intimate acoustic session, which a if you're in Nashville, chat. Yeah, you're very well aware of. So <laughs> but yeah, the Titans, uh, the Titans um, decided to drop, as Jack said, drop ton of news today. It involves Jayon Brown, Corey Davis, um, also uh, not Titans related, but NFL related. Patriots players are dropping like flies and or themselves when they play the Titans. Hi, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're opting uh, to they're opting out to, uh, of playing this year. But before we start dancing on graves, the Titans also have some covid dudes on their own roster, including the first round pick that's right isaiah wilson has the rona we'll talk about that as well and where in the world is vic beasley where where is he has anyone seen him we'll we'll, we'll talk about old vic la- later on but you know why are we talking about it let's just go ahead and do it with all of that said let's talk tight What is up, Flameheads? Welcome into the Tighten Up Podcast. Today is July 29th, 2020. And for the foreseeable future, I think we should only refer to the Tennessee Titans as the Tennessee football team. Does that work, Jack? That doesn't have the same ring that the Washington football team has. Yeah, and I, you're right. In fact, we probably run into some like branding issues with the, uh, I guess, with the balls as well. But I, I just, I just think every team should follow suit there. And it's kind of like with the MLS does. You, you just throw your city and then FC after, right? And yeah. in, in Nashville's case, SC, which is different. Yeah. I don't understand. Should we call Washington the uh, Washington FT? I like that actually. The Washington <laughs> FaceTimes. The Washington FaceTimes, where the whole front office gets on a a, a big joint call and just sexually harasses all of the employees. <laughs> right. Look, we've got a lot of kind of bad news uh, to go over in this week's episode. But look, continuously remind yourself throughout this episode. Hey, at least we're not the Washington Football Team. That's one. That's the the one glimmer of uh, I, I not hope, but a positivity that we have after kind of a tough day uh, in in Titans news. Right, but you know what? We'll, we'll start where we always do, and that. Oh, oh wait, oh wait. Um, also, before we get going, on the day we recorded this, um, 
before we get to Clowny Watch 2020 update, which is very important, on the day we record this, today's Jeffrey Simmons' birthday today. Big Jeff. I'm not exactly sure how old he is. I'm going to assume 45 because he is a grown-ass man. But happy birthday, Jeffrey Simmons. Happy birthday, Big Jeff. Love you, even though you went to Mississippi State. Right. Should we, uh, he's bigger Jeff now, right? Just because it's bigger Jeff, yes. a year older, at least. So, um, All right, so with all, of that, uh, with, with all of that said, let's go ahead and start today's episode like we do every episode with a very important clowny watch update. So let me send it down to my aforementioned colleague, Jack, for more. Jack, what do you got for us? Austin, I'm happy to say that we have clowny watch news today. The news stemming from a Titans press conference on Tuesday, which is much different than what they typically do on Wednesdays, where we finish <laughs> yeah. recording our podcast the day before, and then they decide right. to come forward with all of their news. Well, right. they have they, one they, 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 they listen to the podcast and then they're like, "All right, all right. Now that we're now that we've listened to this week's episode of the Tina podcast, let's go ahead and hit, hit hit the people with some news." <laughs> exactly, and that's what they did today. They they had they gathered the media around on their Zoom little conference call, and John Glennon, now of Broadway, Tennessee, um, he 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 had the gall to ask Vrabel, you know, somebody has to do it. Somebody in that room has to be the one because you know Vrabel hates hearing it. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, uh, what's the news on Clowney? And so John Glennon was the one to do that. Much respect, JG. Yeah, um, thank you. Thank you, John Glennon. And, and Vrabel, before answering the question, took a breath, gazed off into the distance, dropped his head in disappointment because he has to answer the question again, the, the dreaded <laughs> question that he's always asked. And then he raises his head back up, and he says, J.D. is not under contract with the Tennessee Titans. He's a free agent, one that we've had contact with, but he is not under contract with the Tennessee Titans. So our Clowney Watch 2020 update is that Jadavian Clowney, also known as J.D. apparently, is not under contract with the Tennessee Titans. Oh my gosh. Vrabel, whoa, dude, like it it you need to pack that kind of punch with like a surgeon general's warning, the kind of damage that, that that announcement can make. Hang on. Can you repeat that one more time for me, Jack? I will I will quote Mike Vrabel. JD is not under contract with the Tennessee Titans. He's a free agent. One that we've had contact with, but he's not under contract with the Tennessee Titans. How did that get past Schefter? Oh, seriously. I don't know. Why are more people not talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, at least we got him to, we being the media, um, that me and Austin are an outside part of. Oh, yeah. We're, got, no, we're, technically, we're technically in. We're in the club. <laughs> that John Glennon, uh, most importantly, got Vrabel to speak on this this very important matter that really is the uh the foundation to this podcast i you know we joke about the titans always listening to this podcast which they definitely don't um but if they did i think it would kind of be a double-edged sword because it one it'd be nice just to have uh more listeners but two because i don't want them to um i, I don't want them to listen to this podcast because they would never credential us ever 
<laughs> they, if we true. ever got into a press conference, the questions we would ask, uh, like like that that quote alone, like my my follow up to Vrabes would be, "Hang on, did, uh, excuse me, Mike. Uh, hi, Austin Huff, uh, Tighten Up Podcast here. Did you just call him JD?" <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, like, where did that come from? I mean, obviously, okay. So, so Vrabel has that built-in relationship after coaching him uh, in, sure. in Houston. But that's yeah, they not know each other. We've heard him called by yet. Is it? We we haven't heard. I have. I, like, look, I've up. followed Clowny. Guy. Right. I've followed Clowny since South Carolina. You know, I have never once ever heard anyone call him JD. And you're right. Rabes has got that personal connection with him, but like. Does the nickname JD even make sense? Like Jadavian. obviously his name Jadavian, but, but like shouldn't it, it be JD? Look, look, I'll I'll give Rabel this that JD is definitely much easier than Jadavian. Sure, um, sure, yeah, I agree. And and look, and I'm always looking for the easiest route. But isn't it great that Rabel has that nickname for him? Because that just shows. Does Adam Gase call him JD? Probably right. not. Does Pete Carroll call him JD? No. Possibly, possibly. He he probably does it while he's smacking his gum yeah. on Jadavian Clowney's poor face. Which, yeah, um, I guarantee, I guarantee you, Pete Carroll calls him by like a mispronounced version of Jadavian. He probably like overpronunciates. He's probably like, Jadavian. hey, hey, hey Avon. and it's like, <laughs> oh gosh, oh Pete, no man, that's that's no. And you know he's corrected him like six that. times, but he just has to go with it. He's just, he's just tired of correcting Pete Carroll so often. <laughs> the oldest coach in the league. Jack, should should we start calling him JD? Yeah, I, we have no choice. Vrabel, we we're sheep to Mike Vrabel. If Vrabel I mean, does it, we have to do it. Right. Well, and and here's my line of thought: is like Vrabel, obviously, yeah. Like like we said, he's he's very close with Jadavian. They they coached together, and um, Vrabel was his de- defensive coordinator. Um, and like they have that history together. Why would like, we want to be with the in crowd. Am I? And, and when Jadavian gets here, we want to be able to, we don't want to be, be the last to, of the party calling him JD. It, without question. So we like, should jump the gun here. We're, we exactly. Throw ourselves in the middle of the JD, the JD gate. Should we, and dare I go this far? Should we change it to the JD watch 2020? Oh man, maybe we just want to get many impressions on Twitter. That hashtag's not frequently that, that used. That is true. It's not, <laughs> not, not good for the SEO. It's not at all. The, <laughs> not a good SEO move. But you know, we're in I'm, front of the curve, right? We would be cool. We'd be like the ones like posting the crying Jordan meme, like right after the Hall of Fame induction. And speech. the Tiger Woods Braves hat meme too. Yeah, yeah. You want, right. to, be the, you want to be the first guys uh, to the, to the meme party. Yeah, exactly. We want to be referenced on knowyourmeme.com, a website that I find myself frequenting, frequenting way more often than I should, being the age that I am. But, um, but yeah, okay. So JD, I, I think I think we just declare it. I think he's now JD on this podcast. JD, he's JD to me. JD Watch Twenty Twenty. That is your JD Watch Twenty Twenty update. If you missed it, he is not a, a contracted player for the Tennessee Titans. So if you're confused whenever you whenever you read on Twitter or anywhere, if you if you're acute, confused when people would refer to him as free agent Jadavian Clowney, well, that right there should tell you he is not contracted by the Tennessee Titans. 
And that's our clowny watch update. No, no, no. Our JD watch. Our, our JD, JD watch. watch. Come okay. on, Jack. That's right. That's we just what are we doing? Okay. So right. but there's more news that ties into clowny, right? Sure. With with some of the news that we've heard earlier in the week. Well from JD to J A. From JD to J A. And J A went from NY to SEA. Now we're just now we're just confusing all the <laughs> dyslexic people. No, right. but I, Seriously, Jamal Adams was traded from the New York Jets to Seattle earlier this week. Sure, um, a pretty big deal. If I'm if I'm Seattle, uh, look, you you get a monster you get a monster talent at a safety position that uh, really was the cornerstone to Legion of Boom. You lost Cam Chancellor, mm-hmm. Jamal Adams kind of makes that group younger, better, everything you can imagine. And, but they give up two firsts and a third, and their save their their previous safety Bradley McDougald goes to the Jets. Well, right. Why why does that matter? Why does Bradley McDougald matter at all? Well, I'll tell you why because we hate Bradley McDougald right now. Yes, yeah. We, this is an anti Bradley McDougald podcast. Bradley McDougald's first move as a New York Jet was to recruit Clowney or JD, and he did this over Twitter. He screenshotted a picture of their FaceTime and. Mm-hmm. He said that Clowney supposedly said to him for the Jets to come get him. Do I believe that? No. Did I know Bradley McDougal before this trade? Not really. But that's, <laughs> that doesn't matter because we know him now. And he's full-on recruiting Clowney to the Jets, who I thought had bowed out just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Do, full disclosure, did I know Bradley McDougal before this trade? No, I did not. I, In fact, the first time I read this story about this trade— I thought that there was a typo in the article to the point where his last name was actually McDougal and someone just, you know, mistakenly keystroked a D onto the last, the end of his name. That's what I, that's what I think of Bradley McDougal. He's a nobody and I hate him because he's trying to take clowning from us. Okay. Look, Bradley McDougal, you can, there are what, probably 1500 other players in the NFL that you could recruit. Okay. I don't know if there's that many players. I just, I just, came up with a number but there's a lot of other players in the nfl you can recruit okay do not do this do not come in don't go don't go john calipari in the 11th hour and steal recruits from teams that have been recruiting this player for so long okay keep your yeah keep your dirty new york jets paws off of mono new york jets sam darnold hands away from our clowny right especially because Okay, let's say even the Titans weren't in it. Even if they got Clowney, okay, the Jets are tanking right now. Okay, they just traded. I mean, they they just traded away their best safety, a guy who's been with the team, who's who's played with them for three seasons now, and traded him away for future draft picks. Who it's a rebuild in turn, board. right? Who in turn, three years after those draft picks, will probably then also bash the team and request a trade publicly. <laughs> So it, it the Jets are just this this constant cycle of suck. That's all they are. Jadavian, if you're listening, and I know you are, do not go to New York. You have to share a stadium with the Jets. Who wants to do that? And look, I shouldn't bring stadiums into it because the Titans don't have a great one, but at least it's their own. At least they have their own stadium. And pretty soon, once Jack and I are like – get enough clout with this podcast and you know, as it continues to grow, thanks to all of our, uh, our many toppers and our flameheads out there. Thank you guys. 
But as we continue to grow, we're going to get the stadium changed to Nissan Coliseum. And then the same will be even better. So, Jadavian, don't you want to be a part of that movement rather than the movement to – you go to New York, not only are you in danger of getting coronavirus, but you're also in danger of getting mono from their quarterback, Sam Darnold. Yes, and you're also in the same locker room as DeAndre Baker, who plays for the Giants, but they they do share that same stadium like you like you mentioned. And if you if you're playing cards with DeAndre Baker, look, you just might get robbed at gunpoint. But you, that, just, that's only might. that's only one of the many problems you have to worry about if you're in the Meadowlands. Right. Yeah, with Sam Darnold's carrying mono all over that dirty locker room. You got Adam oh. Gase, who for right. some reason the front office of the Jets is so attached to that they chose him after watching his press conference with his eyes bulging out of his head like a bullfrog. Right, and they chose him over Jamal Adams, the most talented player by far that they have in in that in that building. I mean, you could argue Le'Veon Bell, but he hasn't been what he's supposed to have been. Um, baffling. That's just baffling to me. It- you're, you're you're at such a point you just hear Jamal Adams criticize the Jets. He he was very public. He wanted a trade. A lot of people thought it would be be to Dallas. Ends up going to Seattle. Seattle transforms into a Super Bowl caliber team already. Um, but not only am I worried about the Jets now, I'm kind of worried about Seattle going for the super defense that Legion of Boom type situation, but bringing in Clowney off the edge. That would right. be scary too. The only thing is, though, that doesn't worry me as much about Seattle is they're going neck to neck and neck with, with the San Francisco 49ers. And right now, especially even after this deal, I still feel like the 49ers have that upper edge. So, like, it's it's almost like those two teams will kind of beat each other up somehow. You know, they'll probably both make the playoffs would be my guess. Um, but it, it's they don't they don't worries me as much as like a a Ravens or even a Chiefs who the Chiefs just can skate by in that division um, to get to where they need to be. So, and obviously the AFC side of things, but you're right. The the Seahawks do instantly become, they get right back into that contender front, that top tier team in the league. But yeah, I don't, I just don't look, if you want a quarterback that's going to try and make out with you, then look, by all means go to New York. Cause that's probably, you'll get that. Ryan Tannehill's married and he's happy. He's got kids. Maybe Cole McDonald would, but you don't want, you know, I, you probably don't want that from a third string quarterback, second string quarterback. So look, by all means, go to New York if that's your thing, Clowney. But and if the, it's the, not the Seahawks, yeah, okay, yeah. If it's not, if it's not, come to Nashville. Come to the Titans. If you if you want to win at least nine games. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, it's the, the Titans have this magnetic force force field to a 9-7 and seven record. But it's gotten to them into the playoffs two of the last three years. If that if you want to win and get into the, the playoffs, you come to Nashville. And what a, what a great move for Seattle to trade away their first-round picks just so they don't draft busts anymore. Last year, oh, this most recent pick was Jordan Brooks. We haven't seen him play yet. But before that, LJ Collier, Rashad Penny, a running back that that's good for like sixty carries a year. Um, yeah, the, you, you go to a Fetty, a guard that they picked at thirty-one. I mean, these guys blow all of their top draft picks. Now they don't have to worry about that. The Jets have them to blow now. Yes, yes, that yes. And gosh, I just I couldn't imagine other outside of the Yankees. I don't think there's a team in New York, a sports team in New York, I would want to play for. Um, 
Actually, no, I kid. I would play for any sports team because I would, that would mean I'm a pro <laughs> athlete, and that would be awesome. Um, all right. The, the Some other massive – well, I guess ma- – yeah, massive. We'll, we'll go with massive. Massive Titans news. Today was just like a, 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 a dump of news, and literally everything was hit today, which kind of makes me – you know, Jack and I have complained, especially the last two weeks, about how Titans news always dumps on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. This week, they decided to dump on a Tuesday, which is great. And don't get me wrong, because it gives us stuff to talk about. I mean, we didn't even guess this week, because there's so much to hit on. But it also kind of worries me. Like, did we jinx it? Like, did we go yeah. Did we go too far to where it's like, they're giving us all this on a Tuesday, and then tomorrow, they're going to sign Clowney? Well, I was going to say, we could have jinxed it, because... We ask for Tuesday news dump, and then we get like the worst Titans news dump, <laughs> the biggest kick in the nuts as a Titans Tuesday as it could happen, yeah. where you have two very key players now on pup. We're talking Ugh. Corey Davis. We're talking Jayon right. Brown and, and the pup, the pup oh. list. Although it does sound adorable, it's is not. not. It's anything but. It's the it's the physically unable to perform list. And the pup list, it, while it could be precautionary, and it just might be for those two players, if they're not activated by the start of the regular season, then they have to wait until after the six, after week six, to start practicing and playing with the team again. I. It's also kind of a. It's kind of a. a I feel like there needs to be some rebranding with that list name too, like <laughs> physically unable to perform list. Like that's that's just kind of. That's kind of mean because it's, yeah, it's one thing to be put on a list like an injured list. It's another to be put on a list called the physically unable to perform list. Like that's basically saying like, look, you're physically unable to perform, and that's <laughs> like just physically looking at you, you right? Can't like perform. you can't perform <laughs> at all. You know, which I'm sure many guys hear from their wives all the time, but it's like, that's like hearing it from your football team and your employer. That's just, that's oh, even worse. And to to uh, do that at your own workplace. Oh, right. Man, that's, oh, that's gotta, that's gotta really cut to the core. Doesn't it? I don't know how you come back from it. That's just, I just hope this doesn't physically impair them. Uh, well, well, Austin, it got much worse than just not only being on the pup list, but having two Titans on the pup list. Yeah. Isaiah Wilson, who is on uh, the COVID yes. reserve list. Yeah. In fact, let me just, I'm just going to roll down the list of everything that happened today. Okay. So Jay, I, as we just hit it, linebacker, Jay on Brown, wide receiver, Corey Davis on the pup list. Again, it's not as cute as it sounds. Isaiah Wilson, our, our rookie tackle, first round draft pick. Dude's got COVID. <laughs> Great. Uh, mm. Let's keep going. Outside linebacker, Vic Beasley. So on the reserve, did not report list. Nobody knows where he's at. Where <laughs> are you at, VBJ? The good news keeps on coming. Tackle Anthony McKinney is on the reserve voluntary opt-out list. He was an undrafted free agent, but but still, it, it still kind of sucks. <laughs> but he's, uh, he's not playing the entire 2020 season. And what you had was a shit Sunday with all of those very big-name players. And... Anthony McKinney sitting out the year is the cherry on top of that shit. Sure. Well, wait, I got even one more. Titans cut outside linebacker Jordan Williams. And if you listen to this podcast, you know this is a huge Jordan Williams house. This is a so J. Will pod. 
in fact, we, we started recording this podcast a little later than we normally do because Jack and I just kind of had a good cry sesh for a while um, with Jordan Williams being cut. Um, Jordan, if you're out there, man, we, we're sorry. <clears throat> I'm getting a little choked up here. Just talking about <laughs> where uh, Jordan, <clears throat> sorry, Jordan, we wish you well, man. We wish you well, dude. We're, we're sorry to hear of the news and just hope you, uh, you bounce back from this. Um, this is a huge Jordan Williams house. Just don't sign with the Jags, Jordan Williams. Right. And, and, um, and if you go to the jets, give old McDougal and the stern talking to. Yeah, actually go to the jets and then take up some of their cap space to where they can't, <laughs> uh, they can't sign Jamie Clowney. So Jordan, you're our sleeper cell. Go to the Jets. Um, but yeah, so, all right. So, Jayon Brown and Corey Davis on the pub list. That sucks um, for a number of reasons. One, I'm a huge Jayon Brown fan. I don't know if we've gone over this, Jack, but I love Jayon Brown. To me, he is like a, he's a spark plug type guy. Uh, he's a dude that just makes plays on the field. He's a, a hard hitter. And... Obviously, like what he have like two pick sixes like over the last like couple of seasons, yes. or maybe even three or something. Like he's great in the pass game, can, can yes. handle his own on the ground. Uh, he he's high IQ for being such a young player too. I mean, he right. did go to UCLA, but he 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 knows where he's supposed to be on the football field. Right, and and for being so good in pass coverage is is definitely needed for a team like these Titans who you know have have had issues keeping their secondary healthy through stretch runs so like that in itself having a linebacker with that that much range is is great and it's good so him going down on the on the pub list sucks hopefully it's just a precautionary thing yes and if if you remember towards well in the playoffs last year and towards the end of the season last year he was dealing with that shoulder injury okay yes. and that was the that was the game where david long actually had to step in against the ravens and he played very well and correa as well too to kind of uh, to take some of those those snaps. But, yeah, no, he was dealing with that shoulder injury. I'm hoping it's precautionary because it's been a while. He's had some time to maybe get it fixed or worked on or looked at. And I, 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 would, I would be shocked if he wasn't ready to go by week one. Right. And then you had Corey Davis uh, uh, also added to the list. Now, this is one that's going to kind of irritate Titans fans, I think, a little bit more. Just because, you know, there's that – this is Corey Davis, what, entering a contract year. He's um, He hasn't been able to live up to what people have hoped he would, um, so far at least. And I, I think that's more on just his draft position than it is on Corey. I, he, when you're drafted in the top 10 as a wide receiver, you have high expectations. So to me, it's kind of, they're unfairly placed on Corey. I think he's been decent and serviceable and good. And if he can become a solid number two for this Titans team behind maybe AJ Brown, I think it will be very worth drafting him as high as the Titans did. That's just my opinion. I know many people probably don't agree with that, but him going on the pub list is tough. And I will say, I will add, I did look on Facebook, uh, Titans Facebook I know we did uh, this week in Titans Facebook comments last week, but I did look this week for some good ones. And surprisingly, not as much hate going. They're handling it well? Yes. I, well, at least and I didn't see any. I, so surprising. Maybe it's an off week for Titans Facebook uh, comments. Uh, I did see a lot of typos, plenty of typos and just uh, w random comments, but I didn't see much hate towards uh, Corey Davis. Now, 
I will say that the Titans didn't post a specific Corey Davis headline on their Facebook page. And we all know people on Facebook don't click on links. They just read headlines. Well, so when, when y'all are listening to this tomorrow, I urge you to go check out Titans Facebook. Once everyone's had a chance to digest this news, formulate their terrible takes and then throw them all over Titans face. I want you guys to go take a look for yourselves. Yes. It's going right. to be messy. Yes. But it, look, it, it's fine to be frustrated with the, the Corey Davis news, although it may not be anything serious at all. It's probably that toe that he's had trouble with. The Taylor Lewan broke the news on that he was actually playing with that issue last year. And this is very likely Corey Davis's last season as a Titan. If he plays very well, somebody's going to pay or throw a ton of money at him and grab him, take him away from the Titans. If he doesn't perform kind of up to that level, then the Titans are probably going to say, hey, man, thanks, but don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. He, there's there's a very 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 thin line that he can that he can walk on to where he returns as a titan next year yeah no you're right and it's it i mean like personally like i i hope he does perform well and i do hope he he stays with the titans obviously because if he performs well that makes the titans better if um but and then if he stays with the titans there's not a lot of turnover turnover which i think is is ultimately better in the long run it's it's better for Tannehill. it's better for the team chemistry it's better for a lot in a lot of different areas so that's why i'm kind of pulling for him this sucks though i i just hope it's not again like Jayon. i hope it's nothing serious and i hope it's one of those things where they can return to the active roster before what would you say the deadline was it was opening the the first game of the season Yeah, they just have to be activated by uh the, the regular season and if they miss that deadline they can't practice or play with the team until after week six yeah which is yeah so that's basically like the um you know kind of like the uh what was it the, the what used to be the dl now the il in baseball where you have to miss you know two weeks of baseball or you know 10 games of baseball. That's basically what it is for football, except it's, it's six games rather than, so if you're on it when the start of the season, you're pretty much screwed. So, uh, but, but for, also for half of the season, 10, or games, of it. 10 games in baseball doesn't come close to the, the significance right. of six games in football has on a season has on a team season. That's a great point. Yeah. So it's, it's even much more dire in football too. So hopefully they can get healthy. They can get back to action. And, um, and not get coronavirus like Isaiah Wilson did. Um, dude, uh, our, it's always it's always good when you hear that your first round draft pick got the Rona. <laughs> uh, actually, no, wait, no, sorry. It's not that it's good. Not good. No, it's not good at all. Um, Isaiah Wilson, obviously coming from Georgia, and we all know how loosely they took their preventative measures against COVID. So maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe we should blame the uh georgia governor for this i I don't know but um i this it's not great it's not great news he's young though and i think it you know it'll probably keep him inactive for at least a couple of weeks i don't take at least 10 days so with this the titans aren't really allowed to say whether or not a player has tested positive for corona we're just assuming that he has but it it, kind of goes along the same policy is if you have symptoms of COVID, then you have to, I believe, pass two tests to ensure that you're positive or negative and you're good to go. And then wait 10 days, kind of sit out quarantine for 10 days, and then you're back in the action. So this is one way or another, 
likely just a two-week setback, which sucks right. because you already have a condensed off-season program. And for a rookie who's expected to play significant minutes for, for or in significant snaps for this Titans team, it does suck a little bit. But if there are two weeks where it, it may be a better, better thing for him to have gotten it now than it would have been, you know, in the last right. two weeks of camp or yes. during the season. So there, right. there is a bright side to this. Um, it sucks. Another thing what sucks, Rocky's Wing Shack in Nashville, best wings in town. I will swear by them. He was photographed there three days ago with three other Titans. I'm not sure who they were. I, I think they were rookies, but um, it's on their Instagram. So number one, don't go to Rocky's Wing Shack for like a week. Oh my gosh. But um, yeah, go to Music City for wings is what I hear from Lou Williams. Yes, uh, Magic City, Magic City. Or Magic City, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, Magic City. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so it's likely a two-week setback for Isaiah Wilson one way or another. Right. Um, hope to get him back soon as possible because he needs all the reps and all the time and the experience that he can get during this offseason. He was placed on the reserve COVID-19 list, which uh, was created for a player who either tests positive for COVID-19 or who has been quarantined after having been in close contact with an infected person. And clubs may not disclose whether the player is in quarantine or is positive for uh, COVID-19. So we don't know if he is, if he actually has the run or not, or maybe he was just around someone who did, obviously if he's at Rocky's ring wing shack, he probably, uh, <laughs> he's, he's Rocky's probably, wing shack is popping. They do not keep the social distancing down. They, I mean, they're just, they're busy as they <laughs> should be because they have great wings. Right. Honey hot there is what you got to get. Okay. All right. Deal. Yeah. I, I'm writing that down right now. Um, the, but, um, yeah, I, I don't, um, so, so we don't, we don't know if he's, uh, if he's got, oh, you know what? I was going to add something to this, and I completely, I completely just got a brain fart right here live on the uh, podcast. Sorry, this happened to me uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But, um, um, no, but but this stinks. This does stink. But it's not. It's not the end of the world. It's not the apocalypse oh. here. Although this day was a pretty dark day for Titans. I remember what I was going to say. Do you think? Um, do you think maybe he does have the Rona, and Dennis Kelly gave it to him? Oh wow. That would, that would not be great for locker room chemistry. Something to think about. Something to think about. Obviously, you know, that was the uh, the name thrown around. Once Once Roger Goodell read off Isaiah Wilson's name on draft night, you know, what about Dennis Kelly? He's probably, he, yeah, he probably got uh, some COVID bottled up or something and spread it all over Isaiah Wilson's locker or something. While I do love Dennis Kelly, he does not look like a player that, you know, uh, that showers more than once every three days. He he looks like he's a little rough around the edges, but, but well, so, yeah. so so he would he would probably know where to get a bottle of coronavirus on the oh, bottom. If there's one person on, on that Titans offensive line who's got a corona guy, it's probably Dennis <laughs> Kelly. Or maybe he makes his own corona at home. You know, he's got a he's got a double wide out in the uh, you know out in the farms of Nolansville somewhere. You know, just. Uh, Cooking up some COVID. <laughs> oh my gosh, we've Check we've got which, you. We, we do not endorse. We do not endorse. If you no, are do a not produce your own, do not make more COVID. We don't need any more than we already have. No, uh, but we are maybe, good here. Maybe even more ominous news than what we've gone over so far is that Vic Beasley Jr. did not even show up today. <laughs> uh, weirdest first impression ever. 
save your first impression for second? Is that a thing? Because yeah. he, he he's now on the the did not uh, report list, which is not a list that a coach wants to see after signing no. you for a one year ten million dollar deal on a prove it contract. You right. got to prove it this year. You can't even show up to day one. Come on. I'm, I'm putting him on a new list. I'm putting him on a new list myself. I'm making up this list right here, right now. He's on the where in the hell is he list. Where in the hell is Vic Beasley? Like, part of me thinks we need to send out an Amber Alert. Ping everyone's phone. If you're with Vic Beasley, send him to camp right now. This is unacceptable. Vic, we need, we need you. You, for, as of right now, you're our Jadavian Clowney. You're the only big splash defensive lineman signing that the Titans really made this year. So you're you're him. So we need you to show up because, you know, Clowney's not going to report till at least tomorrow when the Titans drop their news on the day this podcast drops to screw it's us either, over. It's either tomorrow or next Wednesday. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's, we know it's one of these Wednesdays coming up. So Vic, show up. And and Tuppers, if you guys know where Vic is, I need you guys to, you know what? Leave us a rating uh, and a five-star review telling us where Vic Beasley is. Where did you guys see Vic Be- Beasley recently? Where did you guys, did you did you see him around town? Do you know, do you have any hints or clues or tips of where Vic Beasley is? Leave a comment, five-star review, and let us know because we need to know where in the hell Vic Beasley is. We haven't had a Titan on the where in the hell is he list since like VY in 2009, right? right? Maybe, well, uh, uh, I mean, don't don't forget Kenny Britt when he was running on that off ramp in Kentucky. Uh, yeah. So that, that, that was kind of a where where is he because we weren't exactly. He was out on the, out of his car and on foot. So yeah. And then uh, another uh, where in the hell is he list would be Jeff Fisher's podcast that hasn't happened yet. Dude. Oh, wow. I. I didn't think about that until you just said it right now. I think he's intimidated by us. Where in the hell is his sex podcast? Yeah. Like, he promotes this, oh, hey, I'm coming out with the In the Box with Jeff Fisher. And I haven't heard a word about it. I haven't either. That's a great point. Yeah. Where so, all right. So, look, we've already got, what, four people on this uh, Where in the Hell Are They list. Uh, yeah. Vince then Young. Then you have Matt Lauer, but you can't talk about him anymore. Yeah, no, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a Matt Lauer podcast. No. Not a Jonathan Hutton podcast either. Um yeah. uh but yeah, so Vic Beasley, let us know where if you know where he is. We need we need we need all the information we can get. We need to find him. We've I, already looked on his social media. He just doesn't he's not on social media besides I mean he is on there, but he's like not right. active. He hasn't yeah, put yeah. anything on there in months. Yeah, he's not like Vince Young where he just goes dark. You know, like it, it, he's just he's just always been dark on social media. Yeah. Um I'm going to, I'm going to print out some flyers and start posting them on telephone poles around town. Um, now granted I'm in St. Louis, so people probably here won't care. Um, unless I told them like a St. Louis Cardinal was missing or something, but Jack, I'll print them and then I'll email them to you. You post them around Nashville and then let's, uh, let's get this figured out. Like a wanted sign, but under reward, it would be shout out from middling Titans podcast. Yeah. And the, and it should have those little tabs, those pool tabs, you know, how like, you know, need a lawnmower or you know need need a babysitter and you pull the tab with the phone number on it pull the tab but just put tighten up podcast on it so then it it's like kind of self-promotion you know, yeah right. exactly yeah, yeah. that's a good cool purpose look at you yeah. marketing showing <laughs> in you also um, uh, uh our last major titans uh news 
tackle Anthony McKinney. He is also uh, he has been placed on reserve slash voluntary opt out. So he has opted out of the 2020 season. Now I know what you're thinking. Who in the hell is tackle Anthony McKinney? That's on the who in the hell is he list. Yeah, right. Not to be mistaken with the where in the hell is he. That's that's for Vic. The who in the hell list is uh, Anthony McKinney. He's been placed on our new list. Uh, he, he is a undrafted free agent tackle from TCU. And he was like, you know what? Uh, I finally achieved my Joel, uh, my, my, my lifelong goal of being signed to an NFL team. But thanks, but no thanks. I'm just going to yeah. bounce. I mean, if you're in the same room with Isaiah Wilson, who may or may not have COVID, he's on the reserve list. That's, there's a possibility that you've been around him in the last few days, getting all of these tests at, in the building, uh, just going through locker room tour, uh, tours with, with him as well. There's, there's a likelihood that if Isaiah Wilson's been exposed, then Anthony McKinney might have too. So he is playing it safe here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This kind of goes into my theory. What if Anthony McKinney oh. witnessed Dennis Kelly give Isaiah Wilson coronavirus and was like, you know, he got kind of skittish and cold feet and he's going to back out and he's going to be like the, um, the, uh, oh, what do they call him? The, the F he's going to be an informant for the FBI, a, a CI, a confidential informant. Yes. Right. So wow. what if that's why he backed out? Cause he's like, yeah, I saw it with my own eyes, Dennis Kelly licked the flagpole and put the COVID juices into a, a tube and he spread it all over Isaiah Wilson's locker and boom, that's what happened. Wow. That's, that's some crazy thinking. Uh, look, Anthony McKinney probably didn't see Dennis Kelly intentionally poison his teammate with a, uh, a pretty serious disease. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I get that he's going to be – I don't think he's going to be the last Titan to opt out. And and there's definitely going to be much more or many more players around the league opting out. We saw six Patriots opt out. Yeah. Three right. starters, three big-time starters for them. Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung, Marcus Cannon – uh, Brandon Bolden, Danny Vitale, uh, and then another reserve offensive lineman. I, for, I forget. Um, they all announced they're not playing for the Patriots. So are the Patriots right. thinking right now? Yeah. So, yeah. So you may be thinking as a Titans fan, like this, this kind of like today, th- especially this podcast feels like a Lloyd Christmas, our pets heads are falling off type <laughs> situation, but it, it's not as bad as it could be. We could be the Patriots right now. And keep in mind, ever since the Titans, beat the Patriots, it, it it has been downhill for that franchise. Brady oh, left. Bad. left. Uh, uh, Bill Belichick was photographed on a park bench uh, housing a foot-long sub that is just the most disturbing image I've ever seen on the in- internet. And it's, to me, this is like the Patriots situation is like when you take a really tough class in high school or college and you've got a really good um, student teacher um, or, or or teacher's assistant, but the teacher and or professor is just really mean. Um, they're really old. They're tenured, but they are successful. Uh, but you, you stay in the class because of the student teacher or the TA, um, you know, because they're the, they're like kind of like the good cop to the student teacher's. Uh, I mean, to the to the teacher or professor's 
bad cop. But then that teacher, that student teacher leaves or that TA leaves. And you're, graduates, stuck, with maybe. The, you're stuck with the old curmudgeon. Right. They moved to Tampa and you're stuck with the professor or the, the, the teacher. And I mean, if you're in that situation, everyone, probably nine out of 10 people are going to drop that class. And so far, at least today, at least this week, we're seeing nine out of 10 people dropping this Patriots class. And it starts with, I mean, some big names, Donta Hightower, Patrick Chung. And that's from a defense that wasn't, I mean, it, it was it was pretty solid last and year. And they already lost Jamie Collins to the Lions. A big right. off the edge for them. Right. So it, it's not looking good in New England. Now, I will say this. Adam Schefter tweeted out something today where he was talking with a GM and the GM was like, this is all part of a, this is all part of a, the master plan of Bill Belichick. Like he's behind this, like he's masterminding this whole thing somehow. Yeah. Which, I, I just don't believe that. It, I don't, it, I don't that, think you sign a quarterback that, that is former MVP Cam Newton. I think you right. bring him in specifically to compete. I don't, think, giving, I don't think Bill Belichick knows how to tank. Right. That's giving us, that's giving Bill Belichick way too much credit. Yeah. That's, that's like saying, that's like saying, oh, because M. Night Shyamalan made signs and sixth sense, uh, that Lady in the Water is going to be good. It, he's masterminding the 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 movie <laughs> Lady in the Water too. Like, no, like it, that move, like it's okay. Like just because Bill Belichick was great in the past and did mastermind, I'm sure a lot of different things, including filming uh, walkthroughs of you know Rams practices and, and uh, sending def- videographers in the Bengals press box. Which yeah, why would you even need to do that, Bill? Right deflating footballs. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on. Yeah. I'm sure he masterminded all of that stuff, but we, that doesn't mean we have to give him credit for like, whenever like there's, there's, you start to see a chink in the armor or things go wrong in new England. That doesn't mean you have to like give bill like credit. Like you don't have to be the first one to that take is what I'm saying. I guess you don't have to be the first one to be like, Oh, well just wait. Bill Belichick's probably, He's behind this whole thing, and this is all it's part also, of his it's all for Trevor Lawrence. It's all tanking for right. Trevor. Um, the like, like but, how far do you even take that? Do you, do you, do you say Bill Belichick was behind coronavirus? He was behind this global pandemic. This is all part of the strategy. I don't, I don't get it either. Like, look, Bill Bill Belichick is an evil villain, and he's an evil genius. Um, yes. So, yes. and he has masterminded many other weird plots and schemes and and devious activities. But this isn't one of them. This is just the players saying, hey, look, um, the Marlins just had their whole entire team come down with coronavirus. We're starting to see some NFL players get it, um, uh, starting to see some NFL players opt out. And these Patriots, maybe they're thinking, hey, we're veterans. This probably isn't a Super Bowl season. Let's just go ahead and sit this out, sit this one out, play it safe, collect a little money on the back end, and then come back next year where they have a, a stable quarterback situation. I feel bad for Cam Newton here as well. Terrible offensive line in his years in Carolina. Yes. What happens immediately after he arrives in New England? His starting right tackle, Marcus Cannon, opts out of the season. Right, Poor I, and I think the most, the most experienced guy on that offensive line, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, Stinks, yeah it, it, look, it, it's, it's not fair. Football's not fair, though. And it, when, when you're the Patriots, when you play for the Patriots, no one's going to feel sorry for you. No. Not at all. Um, yeah, uh, according to an agreement approved by both the league and the NFL Players Association, players considered 
to have high risk for COVID-19 can earn 350000 So this is what we were talking about earlier. Can earn 350000 and in a crude NFL season if they choose to opt out. Players without risk can earn 150000 for opting out. Um, the weird thing that going back to um, uh, going back to Anthony McKinney, Titans tackle from TCU, who former opted Titans out. Tackle. Yeah, former. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, is he still a Titan? If like you opt out of the season, like I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, it's that hard to imagine. If you're an undrafted free agent, I can't it's imagine. Like, it's like that Simpsons gift where the where, gift where the guy walks in to the to the bar, takes his hat off, puts it on the hat rack, right. grabs the hat off the hat rack, walks right back out the door. Sure. That that was Anthony McKinney's time as a Tennessee Titan. Um, but yeah, so he doesn't he won't get that one hundred and fifty thousand um, dollars. UDFAs are not eligible for that. Correct. Right. Um, so that's crazy. Um, speaking of uh, dynasties, I guess, or probably soon to be dynasties, uh, Patrick Mahomes. I know it's a name I we don't care to bring up in on this podcast, but he bought ownership in the Royals that, um, youngest owner in sports history. Is he really? Yeah, I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that. Gosh, that makes me, I, he's the king of the world, man. He really are is. We, are we, are we going like, to me, I wonder if we're going in Patrick Mahomes, like all this Patrick Mahomes hype. Don't get me wrong. He's the best player in football and he's so great, but like, is this kind of like a Jonathan Taylor Thomas situation where he's the hottest thing right now, but will he be able to sustain it into his adulthood? Like, will he be able to be a successful actor for years to come? Or is it just like kind of right now we're giving him all the money. We're giving him that one Christmas movie where he goes across country uh, just to make it home in time for Christmas. I think it was all be home for Christmas is the name of it. Like, are we just like giving him like everything now? And then at, once he once he gets older, it's not going to be because like five hundred and three million dollars is a lot of money, and now he's owning the Royals. I don't know. I just I'm not an NFL scout, but if there's anybody that I would have given that amount of money to, it's definitely him. So I'm yeah, not going to say it's the wrong decision, but like it's 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 a ten year commitment, it's ten year marriage. We'll see how that plays out down the road, but yeah, he gets to own the Royals, which. Who cares? It's the Royals. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. It's your, if you're going to, Oh sweet. You bought the Royals. Cool. It's oh, like, wow. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, like, like coming in, it's like coming home with like a, you, you, you tell your girlfriend or your wife, Hey, I'm going to get you a new car. It's going to be really nice. And you come home with like a, a 2007, like sedan or, yeah, yeah. or, you know, a Ford expedition from like 98. And they're like, yeah. oh, that's not even whatever. It's a car, but it, it yeah. doesn't drive very well. It's a 96 Toyota Corolla. Right. Uh, without question. Now, the reason we bring in this up on this podcast, again, you're like, why are you, why are we talking about Patrick Mahomes on this podcast? Look, everything on this podcast is, is said and done with purpose, including our theories about Dennis Kelly and giving Isaiah Wilson COVID. The, the reason we bring up Patrick Mahomes buying an ownership stake in the Royals is because somewhere, someone somewhere on the internet is going to make the joke of, so now he owns the Royals and the Titans. We're not going to let that happen. That, and that's why we're bringing this up, because we should not stand for that. We should not stand for that slander. It's yes. factually incorrect. It's factually incorrect. It couldn't be any more incorrect. Yes, Patrick Mahomes beat the Titans in the AFC Championship. I was there, saw it in person. I sobbed. 
the whole oh. way home to well my my drive was only back to St. Louis because I that's where yeah. I live. So I, I was there, but I had to drive back to Nashville. It was a damn disaster. Oh, terrible, terrible. So Jack and I we we just sobbed. We just sobbed, and it was awful. But people forget that the Titans beat the beat the Chiefs in the regular season. So technically, Pat Mahomes is one and one against the Titans. So that is not ownership. A one and one record. The Titans. That does not own. That is a five hundred record, and. Last I checked, 500 records don't own anyone. So, but Josh Kalu, Josh Kalu owns the Chiefs, right? Yes, because he, I mean, he didn't get to play against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, but he sure. blocked the kick to win the game against Harrison Butker and the Chiefs in Nissan. So, I think that's you make a better case that Josh Kalu owns the Chiefs than you could for Patrick Mahomes owning the Titans. Sure, someone go in, edit the Wikipedia page, and then screenshot it and tweet it to get a few retweets. And Josh Kalu, owner like of the Chiefs. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, look, they already changed the... <laughs> the internet is too fast, crying face um, laughing emoji. Uh, yeah, d- someone do that, And but if someone tries to slander the Titans and say Patrick Mahomes owns the Titans, that's what we're here for. We're here to say, no, we do not stand for that. This is a PSA. I want you guys to take note. You he only there, owns... Yeah. Patrick Mahomes only owns the Royals, and that's it. Well, and maybe the AFC West. But yeah, you, you point them to like the 51 minute mark of the Tighten Up podcast 21st episode. Yes. And right. we've got you covered from there. Agreed. Sh- sure, maybe he threw for like a combined 600 yards in both of those games. That doesn't mean ownership. Okay. That's neither it's the here nor there. Record. Yes, it's the win loss record. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, before we get out of here this week, we got to end with a remember the Titan. Um, and uh, this is the the time of the week where we just, we literally, we just bring up an old Titan from the past. It's remember that guy, but a Titan spin on it. And it's, it's a fun, fun game. And I actually like doing it because it's almost like we, we dig up these old Titans and we'd kind of do little deep dives on them, which I, I tend to appreciate. But um, Jack, who do you got for remember the Titan this week? So, I grew up watching Vanderbilt football play. Now, yet was that torturous and miserable? Yeah, mostly. But yeah, you got to you you got to know who your good players were because they were so few and far in between. So my remember the Titan this week is a former Vanderbilt player, a guy who currently coaches defensive line at Vanderbilt, Javon Hay. Okay, he was a Ooh. defensive tackle. Okay. He started his career with Carolina, where he only played one season. Then rattled off, I believe, four years with the Buccaneers before arriving in Tennessee in 2009. The 2009 season was the year after the Titans went 13-3, and and they started the season pretty slow because of the terrible towel incident. Thank you, Lindale White, who has stopped returning my texts. Um, <laughs> no, but in 2009, um, Javon Hay started 15 games. All 15 games is left defensive tackle. And he got a half of a sack. He's a run stopper. He was a, you know, a plug-and-play guy. Uh, he, he then played in 14 games the next season, only starting in one. But he was one of Vanderbilt's best defensive line players in that 2000-2010 era. And for that, that's, that is why he has made my Remember the Titan. Nice. I love it. I love Who are you that. going with this week? So I'm going with a guy that was actually brought up during our Titan Up trivia. I, I don't know if, if you guys haven't gotten a chance to watch that yet. Um, I think they're all up available on the A to Z Sports Facebook page. Some of them are on our Instagram page That's if you want to go back and watch them. And before we go any further, 
Big shout out to Sean Calderon. Brought oh, yeah. It home. Brought it home. Good. Oh, wait, wait. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it yet um, and you want to watch all in full, you might want to skip ahead the next 30 seconds because we're going to spoil who the winner was. Yeah, okay. that, was a, okay. that was a post-spoiler spoiler alert. But um, no, big shout out to him. He beat Spencer Foot yeah. in the championship. Really great field. A lot of cool people. If y'all haven't watched those, you should go back and check them out because they're really cool. You get to know some of the bigger Titans fans and uh, get to learn a few a few nuggets about Titans trivia that you probably wouldn't have known otherwise. Yeah, it's definitely fun. And I'll be honest, like I, 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 I'm a massive Titans fan. And I mean, I got I got hung up on some of the questions and I even knew all of the answers because I was the one reading the questions. <laughs> you and I both were, Jack, but it's good. It's fun. And it's fun to uh, kind of test your knowledge on Titans trivia. And it's just fun to see the other Titans um, fans, which was something that Jack and I have tried to spearhead with this podcast is we want to grow the Titans community, especially the Titans online community, grow the fan base and get more people involved and get other Titans fans to know other Titans fans. Because ultimately at the end of the day, I think that just makes for a better, makes for a better atmosphere on Sundays, whether it be at a bar or at the stadium or wherever tailgate, you know, online making fun memes and, and dragging the Jaguars every time we play, whatever. But um, yeah, it's it's good. So that's the goal. Yeah. So go check it out. Uh, It's on, on the uh, A to Z sports Facebook page. A lot of fun. Um, But the player I'm bringing up this, this, this player was brought up as a guest to one of our questions. And I haven't, the very in first the, game. The very first right. question of the first game. That Yeah, that's right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the very first question of the very first game, this guy was brought up as a guess to the question that we gave. I'll give you a hint. This guy was not the answer. <laughs> in fact, I don't think this guy has been a, an answer to any Titans trivia question ever, which made it all the more funny. And it, I honestly have probably lost a lot of sleep over it over the last couple of weeks since we filmed that because I can't stop thinking about it. But my guy is Alex Tanny, the former third string quarterback of the Titans. Um, I've just been on a quarterback, a backup quarterback kick. You have been yeah, from uh, Kevin Daft to Neil O'Donnell to now Alex Tanny. Um, but Jack, I want to do a game with you real quick. Okay. Alex Tanny's career quarterback rating. Okay. Oh, no. I want you to say a number, and I'm just going to say higher or lower. Based 49. off of what you say, 49? forty-nine. Yeah, higher. Good. Um, sixty-three. Higher. Eighty-three. Higher. One hundred and fifty-two. Okay, that's that's the highest. No, lower. lower. Okay, okay. Uh, one hundred and eleven. Yeah. Higher. One thirty. Lower. One twenty-five. Lower. 120. Lower. This is bad podcast. Uh, 115. This is terrible podcast. <laughs> 115. 114. 114. Oh, wait. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. 114. That's oh, sorry. Good. No, actually, no. 113. Sorry. I gave Alex Tanny way too much credit there. 113.2 is his quarterback rating. He's played in two games. He played in one game as a Tennessee Titan where he threw for 99 yards and a touchdown, um, which earned him 114.9 
quarterback rating. Good for uh, uh, Yeah, passer rating. Sorry, not quarterback rating because that's that dumb stat that ESPN tried to make up. Uh, 114.9 passer rating. And then he played in one game with the Giants uh, four years later. And uh, actually last season, got a 79.2. He threw... Uh, he threw one pass. Um, so anyway, the reason I bring up Alex Danny <laughs> is because one, it's just hilarious to me to remember just Alex Tanny as a quarterback, but also this guy has jumped around, around the, uh, the NFL, like all over the place. He's had two stints with the Titans. He, um, and the interesting thing, of he, he backed up Eli Manning last year in New York as a New York giant. But, uh, on March 4th of last year, he signed a two year contract extension with the giants. Okay. This was after all right. After one year with the giants, he signed a two year extension. Okay. As a, as a backup or maybe even a third string for the giants. Yeah, because Daniel Jones has to be above him. Yeah, you're right. He's yeah, you're right. Yes. So he was, yeah. So he was, he was signed right after Daniel Jones was drafted and then got the extension. Then he was released on October 2019, but then he re-signed the next day. So this dude is like playing like, uh, you know, it's almost like uh, he's roster hopping. Yes, he's he's playing mind games with, you know, it's like everyone's got that girl that's like, you never know, like, are we are we a thing or not? Are we not <laughs> like, no. And like, you know, she'll she'll chew you out one night on text messages. And then the very next day, she'll she'll send you like heart emojis and like, <laughs> yeah, you know, be course. like, want you back and like, hey, let's go get dinner tonight. Yeah. It's like, what? I thought we just. So that's Alex Tanny in a nutshell with the Giants. But Alex Tanny, great, uh, great Titans career, um, kind of, I guess. Um, great passer rating. Yeah, great passer rating. I, I mean, in that one game he played for the Titans, 114 passer rating. So, uh, oh, and you'll like this. He did come in for uh, the Zach uh, Zach Mettenberger um, in that game. Zach Mettenberger went down with an injury. And yeah, Alex I was just about to say, well, they couldn't bench him. Zach Mettenberger was lighting it up right. out there probably. And, and the one touchdown pass he threw went to my guy DGB, Doyle Greenbeck. I'm another great oh. member of the Titan. God, that's just painful to hear all these names resurface. It's sad. It really is sad. That was those were some dark days as Titans fans. But oh, yeah. I'm happy to say that we are officially out of. Can we say that? Can we say we're officially out of those dark days? Yes, but I'm also going to knock on wood. Right, especially with the news stuff that we got today. That's that's actually probably yeah, true. A good point. Um. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today. Hit up a to z sports nashville.com for all of your Tennessee Titans. Nashville Predators are coming back. For all your national predators. It's a big day yeah. Sunday. I'm so excited. Uh, hey, wait. Wait a minute, Jack. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Memphis Grizzlies are coming back. That's right. That's right. So you're going to want to hit up there. Um, yeah, read some of Jack's uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, excuse me, the 31st. The, today's the 28th. Uh, the 31st. Yes, and I'll, I'll be putting out stories on the Grizzlies. So if you're a basketball fan like I am, give me a follow. Jack A. Gentry. Right. And also A to Z Sports. Yes, and follow Jack just for his hilarity on Twitter as a whole. He's he's great. So um, follow him at Jack A. Gentry. I'm at Austin Huff. Follow at A to Z Sports for all things um, all things Tennessee sports. But then also follow up follow at Tighten Up Pod on Twitter at Tighten Up Podcast on Instagram. Uh, again, we're not just some lame Twitter account where it's just like oh, we only share links of our podcast. No, we're constantly posting videos and highlights. If you're a Titans fan, 
I'll say this as an unbiased person, even though I'm extremely biased because it's our podcast, it is a must follow for Titans fans because it's just fun. And it's just, yeah. a, it's a great, it's a great, um, you know, all, all, on top of all sorts of things too. Plus we make fun of uh, Jeff Sharts all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, do you got anything for the road? Nope. Uh, only homework this week, guys. Somebody go on Josh Clue's Wikipedia page, make him the owner of the Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs. Um, hit us up in our emails. We'd love to uh, to go over some of those with, with you guys on the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I... I... You know what? As you say that, I've realized I forgot to check the inbox before today's uh, Tighten podcast. Up pod at a to z sports nashville.com. So if you emailed us last week, we're sorry. We didn't get to the email. We'll, we'll get to it next week. I promise. Uh, so if it, 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 your email is still in there, it's not that we're telling you. So if you did email us last week, you just didn't check it. It will carry over to next week's episode. So, but email us, yeah, tightenuppod at a2zsportsnational.com. Send us wherever you want, and uh, we'll go there. Send us, send us, if you have any info on Vic Beasley, we need, we need the whereabouts of Vic Beasley. Send us any intel you can give us, whether it's real or not. We don't care. We run with it all here on the Titan Podcast. Um, but yeah, um, all right, well, I guess uh, we'll go ahead and get out of here, and uh, until, uh, until next week, tighten up. They're the Tennessee Titans, they're the Tennessee Titans.